your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now for the second episode in our new series, Ours to Protect, which is dedicated to the environment and climate action. And in today's episode, Ashlyn visits the Urban Co-op store that's located on the Bally Simon Road in Limerick to find out how it's developed a unique way of turning our weekly shop into a more sustainable and social affair. Hours to Protect, brought to you by Live 95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out hours to protect.ie for more info. So, in a way, we're creating a new environment, we're surrounding ourselves with food that is more nourishing and um, establishing a value for them along the way. How can we make our shopping habits more sustainable? One Limerick initiative has developed a model that aims to turn our culture of consumerism on its head. Located in the Bally Salmon Road just outside Limerick City, the Urban Co-op store aims to create a sense of community by selling locally produced food while also offering therapies and classes. Its mission is to be a model cooperative, supplying produce and enhancing the lives of members in the community by offering a more sustainable and social model to their lifestyles. I met Managing Director Anne Maher to learn more about the shop's ethos. You're more than welcome to the Urban Co-op. Being your first time to visit here, it is Thursday morning. Just, we've opened up and we've started to, we've done our quality check on the fruits and veggies. You come in, it is just one big space. Um, And here, at the front here, is a display. These are the top 10 grocery brands in Ireland. Most money is spent on those 10 products. Brands. As you can see, there's five brands there that are fizzy drinks. And we are sick. Our population isn't well. And the whole idea of, of uh, us being far removed from nourishing food, and actually when you go looking for nourishing food, it's actually quite hard to find it, despite all the supermarkets, despite everything. And... Uh, a lot of us as parents would have found with sick children that it was quite a hassle to go and collect, go here, go there, go everywhere to try and find good quality food. So in my own journey to find uh, raw milk, it led me on this journey of, actually the farmer was very unconfident about giving it to me, didn't realise the value of it as a food and it was underpriced as such. So um, it represents an awful lot of really, uh, we have, we grow beautiful food here, but we treat it like a commodity. We export it and we, you know, despite the fact we're surrounded by produce, we have very little that we can eat. So it's been a hard work. This, to make this look easy, has been a lot of hard work. So we're just walking around the shop. Have sort of evolved based on the customers looking for them, you know. But ultimately, what we drove forward here in this building was uh, the idea that uh, it had to be a one-stop shop, that you got everything you needed, which was enough. And uh, but it also had space to do therapies and that because as people would come, they were obviously interested in food and good food, and naturally they were interested in wellness. And the yeah. conversations would have always been. Oh, wouldn't it be great if we could do yoga? Wouldn't it be great if... And when we outgrew Tate House in our second premises, the idea of moving here 
helped us to realize that vision. So we're here five years. So in terms of the environment, like one of the things, we have certain principles that we follow. And one of the things is reusing. You know, so um, we are very keen to, like, you know, repurpose what we have. So like, somebody comes up with an idea and says, wouldn't it be great if, and then we go, well, how can we do that? So it is very circular economy. Like, we were always in that mindset of, like, the answer is there in front of us. We just need to find it. And what, what I like about the Urban Co-op is there's a sense of belonging. And I suppose the pandemic really moved things on where people, you know, when you had huge queues for the supermarket, you had people going, actually, this is a nice airy space. I feel safe here. And it brought a lot of people here to us who wouldn't normally have come. But you also had a whole level because we're talking about population health and the idea that there has been a real wave of people taking an interest in health for themselves. But also acknowledge that like this food isn't cheap. Food was never cheap. It has always been subsidised and we've been used to cheap prices. But in order to support the farmers, this is what needs to happen. And so we brought them on a journey. You see, we had a, a, a just-in-time model, you know, that we were so... You go to a supermarket and you just pick it off the shelf and you don't have any idea where it comes from. And you... Like, it's there when you want it. Anytime. And the idea of, uh, okay, we have been challenged with Ukraine and the pandemic and everything that's happening. Um, but the idea of, of creating those small circular loops of people, you know, knowing literally knowing where their food is coming from and taking responsibility for it it's one thing to know it but to take the responsibility for it and say no my income is supporting you to bring that resort back to me um, and uh, so we love that this environment stimulates that knowledge um, and every day we have conversations at the till with customers and um, and but what's lovely it is this word of mouth it's lovely and it is this community that has just grown and and it should grow organically um and see we would have four principles as well that we operate under and we say um cook connect contribute cope okay um and they come from the idea of serotonin like contentment like good food you know social connection contribution is where that you know you give and you know you receive and cope that you have coping mechanisms and to build your resilience so we've built we we keep using those four themes and saying does everything we do fit into that what is the environmental benefit of a community adopting something like this you see i think everyone can relate to it our lives have become very separate like you have you go to the hospital for that you go to the supermarket for that it's you're incorporating lifestyle medicine all together in one place and like it's like social prescribing but it's this seems very novel but in actual fact there's a point in your brain where it goes actually this makes sense look take inspiration from what we've done this is a warehouse this has grown over time um and it has an energy of movement, you know, where a community have come together. And when you, you, when you create that right environment, things start. It creates its own energy. 
and you have to sort of manage it and, and cultivate it. But it's like a permaculture thing. And uh, yes, we've been challenged with like things that we would have thought, well, that, that could never happen and that could never happen. I think over the last few years, we've kind of seen, we go, well, what do we need? And when you strip it all back, you need good nourishing food. You need the security of your people around you. You need coping mechanisms. You need to feel like you belong and that you have a purpose. These are things we all need. And and like when you pair it all back, what we provide here is an example of that. Ours to Protect is funded by Commission Lamont with the television license fee and is a partnership between Live 95 and the IBI. Check out ours to protect.ie for more info. Well, that was the urban co-op being featured there on episode two. And we'll have another episode around this time next week. Your views, your news, your limerick today with Joe.